guys. What's up, y'all? We are back. Back and better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's the beer babes. All right, we are reporting live today. Are you ready? Where in the world are the beer babes? My house. Exciting stuff. So yeah, exciting. we're not in. We're not outside. We're not in her car. We're sitting at our kitchen table, and she has a lot of dogs. So, um, hopefully, none of them start barking. That's if you hear one, you'll hear all of them. So, mm-hmm. that's Everyone why we have a little prayer. Yeah. So, if you guys are like, "Why haven't you just recorded from the kitchen table every other time?" This is why, because we're scared of the dogs barking. But it is what it is. Okay. Okay. I'm all like cuddled up in a blanket that she just took out of the dryer. I'm all cozy, drinking a Coke Zero. I'm sitting on a coffee table. <laughs> she literally is. They use it as this like a. This is where I sit, though. This seat. is like my seat. I don't know. Everyone's got that one weird thing in their house. Mine's the, the coffee table, <laughs> sitting at the dining table. Oh my god, that's so fucking weird. <laughs> People are probably trying to picture this like, what are you talking about? How does that even work? I'm a but small girl, okay? I'm a small human. It's kind of long, too, so I would sit over there with her usually. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, why are we talking about coffee tables? Anyway. Because that's what the, <laughs> that's what the audience is here for, Sydney. Okay. They're here to know all about my furniture and my house. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Okay, never mind. Anyway, today is Monday. Who hates Mondays? Everyone raise their hand. Woo! Okay. But... When you hear this, it'll be Friday. So, happy Friday, guys. Yay, we love Friday. <laughs> I wish. We hate Mondays, but hello, Friday. What a skip. Mm. Sydney, you start this week. How the hell was your weekend? My weekend was great. Um, I, what did I do? Friday night after work, I um, went to like a bonfire, played some beer pong, um and let me just tell you i have i don't think i've told you this yet i have never played beer pong so good in my freaking life like i'm not kidding like i don't know how i was like running the beer pong table there was one time um you hear that boys somebody come marry this girl because wife me up wife me up um (laughs) but yeah i don't don't even know where that came from um usually i'm like okay but like I was on it. There was one time I was heating up and we had one cup left. So I hit the cup because I was throwing first. I hit the cup. So I had fire. So they brought the balls back and then I threw it with my left hand and made it like they didn't even get to have a redemption shot. Like I was playing like that basically the whole night. I don't I don't know. We got a body over here. I don't, I'm like, I just I'm sorry to brag on myself, but I was so excited. Nah, girl, brag. I was so excited. Brag away. Um, but like. I need that skill. Next time, <laughs> Next we, play. time we play. Yeah, I, now, now watch we both show and we both suck ass. Yeah, sometimes it's hit or miss. Sometimes I can't really hit anything. And then... You have like that solid buzz. You can't just be like... You can't be hammered because then there's like 20 cups. <laughs> yeah. And then if you're sober, then it's like, fuck this. I'm really like focusing. You got to be like on that carefree level of... But still have basic motor skills, you know? <laughs> I think, you know, part of it, it. part of it before that, I did shotgun a beer, not directly before that, but like an hour before that. So I was feeling good. Maybe that's the trick. I got to like drink a few beers and shotgun one. You know what? There, there's a lot of things I can do. I can drink beer with the boys, but shotgun is just not one of them. But if you need a shotgun partner, Sydney's it guys. All right. Sydney's it. I'm really sounding like one of the bros over here right now. Bro. Bro who? Um... Yeah. So then 
um, Sunday, I didn't have to work. So Avery and I went camping in Popcorn, Indiana. Um, Did they give you like little bags of popcorn? No, ha 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 ha. No, honestly, I went one time and they gave us like tiny bags of popcorn. No, they didn't do that. I swear to God, we got popcorn. Well, when we left, it wasn't like when, when we you left. Up. I was, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like the trophy that was like with my group of friends, like had popcorn in it. So maybe that's oh, what it was. It was like the trophy that um, somebody got there was Avery's dad got there was like a plaque that you put on the wall. He's a baddie. Oh my gosh. He was like popping wheelies when we were cheering for him and everything. It was Avery's so fun. Avery's dad is how old? Like he's like late 40s. Late 40s, maybe 50s. Maybe 50. Guys, this dude's a badass. He would have. He didn't race pro. Like we couldn't convince he him to should've. race pro. We were all like, "Do it, do it, do it." And if he would have done it, he would have placed seventh. And I think Avery said there was like, please don't quote me on this, but she said there was like five hundred racers or something, and he f- he would have finished seventh in the pro class. I'm like, Ugh. I've never watched her dad race, but I've heard all the stories, and I know like at one point he used to show up to the race to like race pro i'm talking with guys that are like in their 20s you know in their prime they're they've been working on this is what they do for their life right now he hadn't even raced in like a year right he doesn't wash his bike because he doesn't give a shit like he just (laughs) shows up mud on his bike and he's like sup boys you know and he (laughs) kicks ass like dad of the year like happy father's day by the way to all our dads out there yeah yeah, we love that, but like he got to do that for Father's Day, so so yeah. If you got to celebrate Father's Day, we hope that you got to do something. And if you're not a badass like Avery's dad, it's okay. We still appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny because we watched him um, do um, at the starting line. We watched him take off, and he literally went, and it looked like he was the only racer because he took off so far, like ahead of everybody that. else. Yeah, it was on Avery's Snapchat mm-hmm. story. And then there was other people back there. There wasn't a lot of people in the class, but still, like, it looked like he was racing by himself, basically. But, yeah, anyway, that's what I did on Sunday. Um, we ended up drinking some beers and getting a little uh, a little lit. A little lit my ass. These girls were, <laughs> guys, just listen. They were Snapchatting me at, like, I don't know. It was probably 11 o'clock here. I was in Tennessee, so, like, different time zone so it was had to be like 10 or 11 was it 11 we opened our first beer at 11 because it was like 9 30 and avery goes is it acceptable to walk around with a beer right now it's like probably not we'll probably get judged but you know 10 30 11 is like typical brunch hours so we waited we waited yeah it's not your fault you didn't have a mimosa in hand you know yeah you just have to take what you got sometimes so it is what it is so but yeah what were you gonna say they they were lit like it was like 11 o'clock i'm like yikes these girls gonna be hammering like two hours so then i keep getting these snapchats and like progressively they just go from having a good time little tipsy feeling really good little (laughs) drunk little really drunk and fucking hammered off their ass i saw a video of sydney like spitting beer out because she was laughing so hard i don't know what that was about oh my god i forgot about that until this morning avery was like yeah you kept spitting your you spit your beer out on the floor because you were laughing so hard. And I'm like... It was a fucking <gasps> Sunday. I remember love that. that. For you. We love but Sunday, we both Monday. didn't have to work today, so... Um, Must be fine. nice. Um, yeah, but somehow we ended up with a Monday off. I don't know how that happened. But, um, yeah, so... What was I going to say? Okay, so we came up with this new drinking game. And, like, on our trip 
to the races we only had uno cards in the camper we didn't tent uh, we didn't tent camp, by the way. Um, we only had Uno cards in the camper. Bougie. So we like played ride the bus with it, but we like laid them out in a line and we laid out like 10 cards. And then if you got a number card, you were safe. If you got like a skip or a reverse, reverse, I think I just slurred my words there. Um, if you got one of those. Reverse, then you, reverse. I know, I kept saying reverse, that. Reverse, reverse. <laughs> <laughs> I like laid the cards out. And if you get a reverse, then you have to take a drink and I replace one card. Same thing with the skip. And eventually we ended up playing where like if you got a reverse, um, like if I was dealing her deck, like dealing her game or whatever, I would give the deck to her and then she would start dealing me and I'd have to play whatever card she had left, whether it was like one or 15. That game just sounds like 10 times worse than oh, the bus. Yeah, well, no, then it was like, if you get a draw two, you have to drink twice and replace two cards. Exactly. And same thing with the draw four, but you have to replace four cards, drink four times, so... It was actually but I mean, really if fun. If you show up to the party and you're not trying to mess around, it sounds like that's a game for you. So everyone be packing your Uno cards to your next party. I don't know what it is, but I feel like every drinking game that I make up just gets you really hammered really fast. Have you played Uno Dare? No. Don't. Honestly, if you do play it, I honestly suggest taking away the Dare cards. There's like three different categories. Isn't that the or point something. of an Uno Dare game? You make up your own dares. Oh. Yeah. I ended up with like ice down my shirt for an entire round. There were like 10 of us playing <laughs> Frozen. Okay. Also, I had to do a handstand against the door for an entire round. I made it like halfway through the round, but I was drunk and all the. I probably would have done like a headstand or something. But it was like tile floor. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta pick your battles but yeah. all the blood was rushing to my head but uno dare solid kind of weird but better if you like take out the dare cards like one of our friends ate a raw egg Someone, i have actually done that before without the yolk i'll pass i've drank egg whites before well I would, I would drink egg whites but like i'm not gonna i just don't really care to go take an egg out of the fridge right now and like Slurp it slimy. down. Slimy. Slimy yet satisfying. <laughs> Quote the Lion King. <laughs> I hear that. That's what she said. Okay. <laughs> okay, so it sounds like, was that over your weekend? Like, did you have a good weekend? We need to hear about your weekend, Hunter, because we just talked about mine. <laughs> well, I think you got, for the most part, more lit than me over the weekend. Yeah. But sounds, listen, sounds like I don't know. I don't know. Actually, Let's I was hear very, it. I was very drunk a couple times. But um, so are we all shocked? I spent the weekend in Tennessee. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm I'm shocked. Honestly, I would have never guessed that. I would have never. I'm so surprised. Guessed. But before we end of the weekend, let me just tell you guys, I had to wake up at five fifteen this morning, and for everyone that wakes up that early, props to you. It's a fucking hate crime that. Duncan and Starbucks don't open till fucking six o'clock. I walked out of the gas station with my shitty ass hazelnut fruity nasty shit coffee. Fruity? It was, <laughs> it was disgusting. Well, I mean, <laughs> sounds like it. It was like the walk of shame after you like leave somebody's house the next day. Yeah, but you were going to work. Yeah, but it was like the walk of shame out of the gas station with my nasty ass coffee that I didn't want, but I, like, I had to do what I had to do, you know? Because, yeah. you know. Because you can't function but without caffeine. Props to anyone who gets up that early. I had to wake up at 5.15 and leave Tennessee 
not get Dunkin' and make it to work at 10.30 this morning. You should have just got Dunkin' after 6 when everything opened. Because if you would have... Well, I don't know when, like, the time zone changes, but you would have gained an hour if I you would have crossed. I time. Oh. Yeah. That sucks. I know. I wanted to, but then the road I drive on the way back doesn't really have any exits. Like, there's really nothing to, like, you are pretty much almost a Louisville, and it's like... How many cups of coffee did you drink when you got to work this morning? Well, I drank one cup of coffee on the way to work, and then I... It's kind of scary. Like, I hate to admit this, but, like, I was having a hard time keeping my eyes open. So, I, like, the windows down and shit. Ooh. I know. It's bad. I was, like, tired. I was listening to uh, Call Her Daddy podcast. I don't know if you guys listened to that, but I would suggest it if you like that kind of thing. Um, you guys listen to us, so. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're into, I guess. But I listened to that, and I stopped at the gas station and got a monster. By the time I got to work, I had the shakes. I ate like a French onion soup, which was not. That very sounds good. disgusting. Yeah, it's For not breakfast? a solid breakfast. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and then I drank water because you know H two O was good for you. Yeah. So what did you do this weekend though? Didn't okay. you say you had like a bright? Was it a bridal shower or an actual like wedding? It was okay. an actual wedding. Wasn't so it? I had like a little like wedding to go to it was super cute they've been dating for a couple years it's wedding season y'all if you haven't noticed i know like honestly i, I haven't been to this season. many weddings in my life and i've been to like i really don't go to weddings i've never been like people's wedding dates until this year so it was a really 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 small thing it was on like super cute right on the cumberland river uh I love them. The people that got married, they're hilarious. Like they're so sweet. Like Aubrey's one of like my close friends now actually. And <laughs> let's just picture this. The lady that was marrying them was like an older lady, maybe late 50s. A godly woman if you will. Okay. Like a, I'm picturing. Okay. Which did she have white hair? She did. Okay. With oh. really, it was really short and all put together. She looked like maybe a Barbara or something. Okay. Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And she's like, all right, now if everyone will bow their head in prayer, right? So we all go to bow our heads. And our, my friend that got married, the groom, out of nowhere goes, motherfucker! <laughs> I just got stung by a fucking bee! Oh my god. <laughs> that is so bad. And the lady oh my looked god. at them like she was terrified. And it was so funny and I was trying to stay quiet because like you should and I'm like dying. And oh, I would die. I would just be like, um I'm done. I gotta go, guys. Excuse me. Well, later, after, like, it was all done, like, they got married or whatever, we looked at his back, and it was a huge-ass sting or bite or whatever got him. It had to be, like, a wasp or a bee. I don't know which oh one. Oh, my but, gosh. Uh, he was in some major pain. But then we looked, and I guess getting stung is, like, a sign of good wealth. So, hello, Good. wealthy marriage. <laughs> right? Yay, we love that Wait, did them. you say it was the groom? The groom got stung. Oh, okay. So, that makes it a little better. That it wasn't just, If I was just there and I was like a random guest, I didn't catch that. Sorry. But if I was like Maybe a random... Maybe wasn't a, like elaborating. I think you said it, but I don't I don't know why. I, yeah, the groom. The right groom. Okay. 
mm-hmm. got stung and said motherfucker. So that's good. But uh, <laughs> it was actually super cute. And I'm super happy for them. So congrats, guys. Because I know Aubrey listens to this. Love you guys. Um, then we went to celebrate at a place called City Forum, which is basically Dave and Buster's, but better. I've never actually been to Dave and Buster's, Dave but and I've Buster's always wanted so to. Expensive. Yeah, like you're too rich to go there. I swear. But we went and like the place is cool. You can eat, drink, play bowl. Like you can bowl. You can do like putt putt games, like arcade games. They have go karts and they have laser tag. So we bowled. I kicked ass momentarily. When I say momentarily, I think I I won like a couple like little sets but i didn't win around but <laughs> oh, i fine. thought you were gonna say a couple games <laughs> no <laughs> not that good i'm like at bowling i'm either throwing strikes or spares or i'm throwing a gutter ball there's like no in between that's how i am it makes me so mad because i'll throw like three gutter balls in a row and just be like i i don't even know why i play this <laughs> i don't right? even know why i'm here <laughs> right but it, bowling is so awkward though like you bowl and you know everyone in your party is watching you and then oh, yeah. you have to turn around and walk back. You either just kicked ass or you look like a fucking idiot. There's no in between. I don't know what, like, what's proper, like, walking back etiquette? Like, do you look at people or do you, like, sometimes I look at the ground? Do you look back at the bowling pins? I don't know. Sometimes I just laugh because I know it's going to go in the gutter. I just laugh. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> but anyway, then we laser, we went laser tagging, Okay. I've never done that before. I love laser tag. I haven't gone since I was like a young teenager with my family. And we should go. Oh, please, can we? It I freaking so love fun. laser tag. If you haven't been laser tagging, just go right now. Put us on pause. Okay. Oh, it's okay. Go. <laughs> hey, can somebody go laser tagging with us? Let's get a giant group. Oh Actually, we God, probably can't us. get a group. But. Text us. We'll all go. Make a big group out of it. So, the the group I'm with, there's like seven of us. There's three girls, if you include me, and four guys. All four guys are in the army. Like, you know, they're all fit and they're like ready to go and they all laser tag and shit. And they're like, yeah, let's do boys against girls. What kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> this seems a little unfair, but this okay. a little unfair. Okay, guys. And me and Aubrey and Allie just look at each other and I'm like, well, this sucks. We're in trouble. They're going to kick gas. Like, you know, we're like talking shit, but we all know. And I'm like, guys, that's not fair in any way. That is not fair. I'm like, okay, let's do two guys and two guys and you three girls against us. Well, long story short, guys, I still got my ass kicked, like me and the girls. And also, apparently if you run or you run into things, you like blow up or you die or I don't know what happens. And I have like your pack goes off. Yeah, or something. and I had to keep running back to the guy and he goes at the start point. Yeah. And he, he's like, do you keep like running into things? I'm like, no. And I'm like, my drunk ass absolutely kept running. Into <laughs> like saying no out loud, but like shaking your head. Yeah, yes. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, it was a really that good time. So fun. Other than that, like we went to the bar, like because the bars are open in Tennessee. I don't know if they're like open. Are they open here? They're not open here, are they? Uh, kind of. Like I know Bubba's and Seymour is open because I've seen people post Snapchats of it. But they're I don't, like open, open. I don't in know like how open they are though. But I actually did get a Snapchat like from the bartender. She said, "Come see me at Bubba's tonight." So I was like, "Oh, okay." Like I haven't got one of those Snapchats in a long time. But the bar we go to there is like. 
they have concerts there too. So there's an inside and it's a smoky bar. And I don't really like smoky bars because then you, I don't smoke. So when you leave, you smell yeah, like smoke. Like, and, or like in the oh. winter, it sucks oh, too. Like worse. in the winter, like, and you want to wear your jacket, but you don't want to go out like smelling like cigarettes. And then you have to wash your, yeah, you have to wash your jacket and. But it's cool because you have, like, the inside, and then there's, like, you walk outside, and there's, like, a patio area, and it's all covered with a roof or whatever. And then there's uh, beach volleyball, and there's cornhole, beer pong, all kinds of stuff. They that play. sounds pretty fun. It's that kind of really sounds cool. like um, that one bar we went to in Virginia Beach. Remember that one that mm-hmm. had the giant sand pit? I was actually just talking about that with somebody this weekend. Uh, actually, it was called The Shack with Cocaine Guy, if you... uh. No, that week. one wasn't the shack. That yeah. was a different one. The, sh- the shack had the swings and the giant Jenga. And then it did have like an outdoor area that was really they cute. beach volleyball though. Oh, I'm thinking of like, this one wasn't like volleyball. <gasps> I know which one you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, it was like three stories and it was huge. A huge sand pit where they used to have like concerts and like DJs yes. and stuff down there. And actually, if I do remember right, not to bring that back up, but Sydney got fake proposed to, and we all played along. <gasps> and the whole bar thought Sydney got engaged to a stranger. It was great. I forgot about that. Oh my god! I wonder what he's doing now, guys. How'd remember that divorce go? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even know his name. I don't think we even exchanged numbers or anything. But I don't know. That was he wild. Had like a- painting outfit on like he had like a painter's hat and a painter's like button-up shirt on like he was such a hipster (laughs) okay you guys if you listen to the last podcast you have to now so um do you guys remember me saying i like goofy guys well let me just say like i wasn't like super like attracted to this guy per se but um we were all like dancing and stuff and he was crawling underneath people's legs like in the sand pit and like do you remember that dance floor guys but with sand yeah, it was like I a giant dance just floor. Realized that it was huge. Like it was not the size of a volleyball court. Is way way bigger. Um, Probably four times the size at of a least. volleyball court. It was, it was so cool. But um, yeah, he was just like army crawling underneath everybody's legs, and then like I was dancing with him, and I think like at one point he got me to crawl on the sand. I don't remember. Do you remember that? I remember <laughs> a little bit. Of, I was really drunk. I can't I think, remember but. if I did or not, but I'm like feeling like there's a vague memory back there. So yeah, and then he like got down on. His his knees and like on one knee and proposed to me with i don't even remember what but then we were just dancing together all night maybe a beer no i don't know i don't think so i think i might still have a damn <gasps> avery probably has a snapchat let's be honest if someone proposed with a beer we'd all say yes <laughs> thank you miller Lake, i used to have it but favorite. you know how snapchat is that just the leads life randomly so yeah love that for me i only have memories from like three years back and i don't have anything from past that but that was two two years ago so i bet avery has it we're we're going off topic here but sorry guys sorry anyway if um, we find it we'll post it because it's absolutely hilarious you should be used to this by now um us going off topic but did you um i was gonna ask you about you said you went out to the bars right yeah i was gonna ask you if you wore fishnets oh that's not funny (laughs) not funny <laughs> i didn't thanks for asking inside joke all right what were you gonna say i feel like you're gonna say something <laughs> um actually my outfit was cute thank you it just didn't have fishnets okay <clears throat> so <laughs> 
Anyway, use your words. Use your words. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Weekend-wise, though, that was uh, pretty much the sum of it there. Oh, we were talking about beer just then. We're shocked, right? Right. And I never, ever, like, when I go out to eat, I never want to say, like, the service is bad, but let me just. Can we just get on the topic of jobs? If a server is talking about bad service, then you know it's probably bad. Well, last night, we go out to eat. I'm still in Tennessee. I'm a Tennessee boy and his roommate. And we order beer. Like, I get a Bud Light. Tennessee boy got, like, this German beer. And roommate got Coors Light. Like, it wasn't difficult. It was at least 25 minutes before we even saw our beer. So, they were busy. I hope you weren't trying to keep a buzz. This was my first beer, and I'm, like, just sitting there, like, I really could use my beer. And I'm not usually one to, like, bitch, right? So, I'm just kind of like, okay, guys, where's our beer? Our server wasn't busy. Uh, I mean, she had a couple tables, but she wasn't running around. Like, I'm a server, so I know if I'm busy, I'm running around like a crazy person. She was just taking her sweet old time, so I don't know. We got our beer, and it was covered in, like, condensation, like, sweat, where it had been sitting on the bar forever. Mm-hmm. And our beer was hot. Ew. Yeah. Our beer was hot. And then she gave me and Tennessee boy our beer. And she looks at roommate and goes, hey, we don't have Coors Light on tap. Do you want something else? 25 minutes later. Jeez. I'm like, what uh, the fuck? If, especially if like if I know it's taken something so long, like if I'm serving... And I know I've taken, like, if the bartender's, like, maybe walked outside or is busy or something, then it's, like, I feel apologetic, like, if they have to wait a few minutes on their beer or if I'm just really busy. Um, but, like, for them to just to take 25 minutes to tell him that they were out of Coors Light, like, I would just feel so bad. Like, and she just was casually, like, hey, sorry, we're out of Coors Light. It's, like, <laughs> you're just way too nonchalant about this. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, other than that, like, her service wasn't bad, but it was just, like, the fact of... Like, we knew those beers have been sitting there a while. Girl, what are you doing? I actually had a coworker tell me today, you never know when you're serving a server. Like, if, okay. if you're a server and you're being waited on, like, say me and you go out to a restaurant. Right. And our service is really good. We're probably going to tip really good. Right. But we also have standards to the point where, okay, we know what you should be doing. What are you doing? Does right. that make sense? Like, you never know when you're serving a server. So, it's kind of like the... You can look at it both ways. Like, you never know, like, when you're serving a server. But then also, like, if you're not serving a server and you're busy and they don't see what you're doing. Because, like, at my job, they don't have, like, a dishwasher. So, we have to go back there and run the dishes. And, like, we have all these different things that we have to actually do. Like, we don't usually have a hostess. So, we're hosting. We're doing dishes on top of doing all of our other serving stuff. So, it's like they don't see what you're doing so then they can get shitty but then also like on the other hand like you were saying if you're serving a server and they know like you're just standing over there by the computer it's Mm -hmm. like okay i know i know what you should be doing so sometimes i have those days though where i'm just like the worst server ever like i'm gonna be honest there i'm just like the worst i'm like oh forgot your ranch sorry (laughs) or like or you wanted all these things and i forgot every single one of them Mm. or i'm just not in a good mood one day i get it so i do get it 
But I'm like, damn, it was a long time for my beer. I'm thirsty. I was a little thirsty. <laughs> yeah. I do like being a server, though. Speaking of jobs, let's just go ahead and crack into it. Our name is now boarding with the beer babes. And we haven't even talked about it. So I feel like it's overdue. I feel like we definitely, we should dig into that a little the bit. The time is now. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, and it kind of goes with what we're talking about too because you're basically, I don't want to say you're a server in the sky, but like the a good part of your job is you're doing that. So like that's that's part of it. But there's so much more to that job. And that's why it's like, guys, don't ever call a flight attendant, a server in the sky, or a stewardess. Oh, my They are God. a safety professional. They are literally trained to save your life if something happens. Like, not even if the plane just crashes, but, like, there's not a doctor on board most times. So, it's, like, not saying that we replace doctors in any way, but, like, if you need CPR, like, that's our job. So I actually remember that when I accepted the job and posted on Facebook that I was like going to work for an airline someone was like someone I was close to at the time came up to me and they're like so what you're gonna be a server in the sky big fucking deal what the fuck oh no there's a reason why you have to go through four to eight weeks depending on the airline okay so starting off you have to go to training um we got paid during our training and we got like paid hotels but um a lot of like a lot of airlines won't pay you during training so you're taking four to eight weeks off of work not getting paid i mean they'll still pay for your like hotel and sometimes a few of your meals but you're literally taking that time off and the reason why it's so long is because you have to learn so much our training was like three and a half four weeks and literally like you're going from it could have been made into eight weeks that's how much like content you it was so amount of time. like condensed in those four weeks that was like you're having like 12 hour days six days a week like you get one day off like you get sunday and basically if you fail a test like they'll kick you out and by fail we mean under a 90 percent i think i thought it was under 80 it was nine okay you had to get a 90 percent on every oh, test yeah, that yeah, you okay. had um but you only had what one or two mistakes yeah. Or like okay, so I think it was if you got a ninety percent or above, you passed the test. If you got below ninety percent, and it was above an eighty percent, you could do a retake. But you're only allowed like three of those throughout the whole four weeks. Our class was only allowed one or two. We definitely had at least two. I, then maybe it was two. Maybe I don't it was. Know. It was just because I had like one friend that was that had a big scare with it, and it. I mean, we're like, yeah, if you fail a test, you go home. You're like, well, duh. And I'm like, I mean, under a 90% if you're out of, like, retakes. That's, yeah. like, a big deal. Yeah, so, like, because you had to really know it because they don't want you to just, like, skate by and, like, get it because you're literally learning, like, how to save somebody's life if something goes wrong. Like, and then we had drills, which we had to do. Like, we had to say, like, commands depending on, like, what the scenario was like the emergency scenario like they would give you drills and stuff like that so brace brace head sound stay down <laughs> <laughs> release seatbelts get out <laughs> oh my gosh run jump move <laughs> yes i'm trying to think but you keep saying the ones i'm gonna say sorry exit blocked run this way <laughs> fire exit blocked <laughs> move this way you guys have to realize it was the most awkward thing 
to be sitting in this cabin trainer. It's like a fake plane. It looks like a plane, but obviously it's not. And um, it's built for training purposes only. And you're sitting in this jump seat, which if you haven't flown, you should get out of the house. What are you doing? But if you haven't flown, <laughs> they're Some people the seats are that your fly. flight attendants sit in, in the front, in the back of the plane, and sometimes in the middle, depending on which kind of How big the on. aircraft yeah. is, yeah. But the ones we flew on were like 170s and 175s. So we had the front and the back. Well, when you recite your your drills, like your emergency drills, you're literally s- like screaming these like commands while your instructor is breathing down your neck. Just standing there watching you. Writing like- everything down. And you're, <laughs> you can't just go, brace, brace, heads down, stay down. You gotta go. You're just awkwardly like, you brace, have- brace. <laughs> you gotta fucking yell. And you, you have gotta- to be in sync with your partner, which was most, like your, most likely your roommate. But you have to be in sync. And then, like, when you get up, you have to throw the door back. And if you were small, they, like, turned off the... What is that word I'm looking for? Like, the the assist. Oh, yeah. They if turn- you're small, they turned it off. So they probably turned it off for you, too. Well, they turned it off because they wanted you to be able to do it. Like, because if the assist doesn't work, like in an emergency situation the doors are really heavy so you have to be able to throw that door open and hurry up and get I was out. so worried I was gonna get in the moment and like throw the door open and launch myself out of the <laughs> fucking plane <laughs> down the fucking emergency slide oh my god I was kind of scared to jump out of the slide to be honest really? I was like yeah oh my god that I was, was like standing up part. there it was taller than I thought it was gonna be it launched me I like ran into my my friends <laughs> um you said something about roommates. Oh, by the way, guys, when I say you have a hotel room, they place you with a random person based off of like, what was it, your last name or your first name? Like alphabetical I order. Think it was last name. So, oh, there's there's the dogs. Sorry if you guys heard my dogs. Sorry. Um, yeah. So, guest star Lucy over there. Um, yeah, but you have a roommate. Like, they assign you a random-ass person. You have no idea who they are, and you're sharing a room with them for four weeks, like a hotel room. So, good luck. And some of the people that went to this training, granted, there's no age limit. Like, it's 21 and over. So, you could be rooming with someone that's, like, in their late 50s, and you probably have nothing in common with them. I got lucky. My roommate ended up being, like, my best friend there. Um, She actually flies for Delta now. She doesn't work for the same company. But we hit it off great it worked out wonderful if it wasn't for her i wouldn't have made it through training but i know some people really struggled because their roommate was fucking crazy yeah i got lucky with my roommate too like um she was like in her late 20s or something and she was so nice like she was kind of more quiet we ended up going like to dinner a couple times but honestly i made some really good friends out of that class i still talk to them every day so yeah i went to miami with two of my friends last year um, I've been to Florida with uh, one of my best friends. Um, I actually still have flight benefits because my best friend Chad, shout out Chad, because I know you know who I'm talking about. He invited me to go to Greece in September. Ooh, ooh! I'm probably gonna I go do to that. Greece. So I'm bad. gonna do that because it's um, gonna be like super cheap, like ridiculously cheap. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but the training during flight attendant stuff, like, it was, uh... It was intense, okay? It's like brutal. It's like one of those things that you think of, like, 
oh it's probably just like class like no like when i say it was like 12 hours of literally just sitting there sometimes even longer than 12 hours so like oh you'll be off this time and you don't even come close to that i know you're like oh it's like a normal job no not really not really because there's so much pressure because like like we said if you fail like you're out and then also like they would say if you fall asleep like they'd get your ass up at four o'clock in the morning the first day that i went in like we had to go get pictures taken like orientation basically and like drug testing and all that good stuff um I was up at like 3.30 in the yeah. morning and I had slept for two hours the night before because I just couldn't fall asleep. And I you kept have like a big test that first that day that you have to pass with you have 90%. To pass. No retakes. Yeah, no retakes. And because um, they had given you material to study like before beforehand. No pressure though. If you fail, you go home. Yeah. I right? mean, you, you probably just quit your job and everything for this. But if, if you fail this, you go it's home. It's fine. Um, yeah, but I had like kept waking up because I was paranoid that I was oversleeping. So I literally slept like for two hours and I kept waking up during all of that. So that was great. But um, and it's awkward because you're sleeping in a room with someone you don't even know. Right. And you're just like, this is all foreign. Hopefully they don't kill me. Um, yeah. But so it's like you're up super early and then you might not get out of there till like 7 p.m. And then you have to go home and they give you homework to do. So you're doing that and then after you get your homework done see you at 4 a.m the next day yeah see you at 4 a.m so it's like oh my gosh it was so stressful um but it was fun if you even closed your eyes like she said if you even closed your oh, eyes that's what i was gonna say you were gonna like fall asleep you were done you're out your yeah that's what grass, that's why i brought man. that up because if they said if you sleep in class or if it even looks like you're sleeping, then you're immediately kicked out of the class. And I was so paranoid because sometimes I feel like I'm like slightly narcoleptic. Like I've fallen asleep driving before, which is really, That's really bad. Safe. Yeah. I like, hope your grandma on, doesn't listen to this. Not on purpose. Like it's not <laughs> like I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna take a little nap. It's like, sometimes I can't help it. Like I haven't done that in a long time, but. So yeah, they said you could stand up in the back of the class. And when I tell you, I stood up for at least half of that class. I did that too. I couldn't do it, man. I just got so tired. I actually sat next to this older lady. Her name was Pat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she had like peppermint oil and it's supposed to like make you wake up if you put it on your tongue or something like that or mm-hmm. your nose. I don't know what it is, but it's supposed to like wake in your senses or something. I don't know. And just give you a little pep. So little she was step. like giving that to me. <laughs> I'm like, is she giving me drugs? Like what? But no, it woke me up yeah. a little bit. But yeah, that was rough. Whenever, the funniest part about training, I don't know if you knew this. I mean, I'm assuming you knew this, but I, I don't know. The funniest part to me was I wanted to be a flight attendant. But before I went to training, I hadn't been in a plane. Like, it'd been two years prior. It'd be, to yeah, that, it'd to been a couple time. years since I'd been in a plane. And I had only been in a two-seater experimental, like, plane. And then... Uh, I flew to Cancun and back. Yeah, I flew to Cancun and back. And that was it. That's all I'd ever flown. So I'd really only been in a commercial airline one one time round trip. Uh, so on my OE, which is operational experience, yeah. it's like your last final thing once you, you do. So once you graduate... You're, oh, you're not done. Like, you have your whole graduation. You get your wings. You're not done. Happy for you. You better fucking pass the you next You get your step. wings, but you're not done yet. So that's not where it ends. You get to do your OE, your operational experience. So you have, like, anywhere from... I got lucky. Mine was only two days, but some people had, like, four or five-day trips. Mine was literally, like, a day I spent the night. Well, it was a two-day. Yeah, mine was a two-day yeah. because I spent the night in Houston. Um, so, yeah, you just, like, have to pass all these, like... It just depends on, like... 
you don't know where you're going, what you're doing. They just assign you a random trip and there's an instructor there like judging everything you do. So Mine was really nice. Yeah, my instructor she was pretty was nice. She was so nice. Her name was Laura, I think. I and don't remember what my guy's name was. This was my first time in a plane in like three years. And I had to be judged on everything I just crammed in the last four weeks of my life. Talk about pressure. <laughs> I was shaking. I'm like already kind of anxious because I'm in a plane. Because I, mean, I was yeah, I so be a excited. Attendant, but I was like, oh my God, I haven't been in a real life plane. I was so worried about getting to my gate that my friend that actually, ooh, sorry that guys, scared me. <laughs> that was Lucy. Sorry guys, we had to take a little like a uh, moment there because my dog Lucy is a drama queen. Love that for us. <laughs> She's gone crazy. Guys, she saw a cat, never seen one in her life. Even though there's like ten barn cats, I literally have ten cats outside, so I don't, I don't know. She's I don't know what her deal princess. was. But anyway. Back to the flight attendant thing. Um, yeah, so we did our OEs. We both passed, obviously, first try. Um, pretty cool experience. I did, like, four legs, so it's like, and so did Sydney, I'm assuming. Yeah, right. and four legs, if you're not familiar with that term, um, it just means we did four flights. Yeah, you do, like, your four takeoffs, your four landings. Good and they times. check all that stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, and then, honestly, I don't know. I... I think we've talked about this before that Hunter it wasn't really the job for her but I love doing it but like it's not as glamorous as people think it is like it is but it's not like <sighs> guys on my first day my first fucking day my OE we get to the hotel in Raleigh and it's like 11 o'clock at night I've never been to the city before and may I just elaborate first day okay Crew scheduling the people that we talk to. They about control. Our they control your life. They okay. control your life. You're their bitch. Okay. They forgot to give me a hotel room. How do you just forget something like that? And mind you, this happened more than once while I was a flight attendant. Um, but they, in the end, wanted me to get in a get an Uber by myself. Which, if you're a girl, you probably in a are strange not city. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't have had to do that anyway just because like i work with my crew i mean you're with the crew you're not by yourself you're with the crew of um usually three other people in this situation it was four other people because i was training um so yeah the pilot and then the the captain and the first officer yeah and then the two flight attendants long story short no one ended up having to uber but they wanted to put me in another hotel room like 25 minutes away um they wouldn't give me a room. My instructor talked to the crew scheduling. They wouldn't give her an extra room for me. My pilot, all he had to do was call and be like, hey, I don't have a room. He lied to them. And they're like, oh, we'll give you another room. No problem. Yeah, because Rude. crew scheduling loves the pilots and all the pilots, like, if you have, like, a layover or something, like, the pilots will sit there and talk to you a lot of times. Um, so they would say stuff like, I remember one time I was at an airport where we were eating Qdoba or Chipotle or something, and the pilot was like, don't even, I saw Shout that. Shout out Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> She's obsessed with Chipotle. Um, but the pilot was like, you know what? I don't even know, because there was something weird that had happened to me that day, and I was like, I don't understand like what their deal is, like why they're doing this. And he goes, yeah, I don't know what it is, but the flight attendants just get it way worse off because they play favorites with the pilots and the first officer which obviously 
they are way more like prestigious and like way yeah. more important. But and you, they paid to be there too. We didn't pay to be there essentially. Yeah. I mean, you kind of did because you had to pay for everything, like your uniform and stuff. But we didn't pay like the pilots did. So I like to go into it. training and stuff. But yeah. still, like you cannot fly a plane with passengers without a flight attendant after a certain amount of passengers. I, you just can't. Like if you're going to fucking, I don't know, Colorado, from here, from Indianapolis, you have to have a flight attendant or your plane's not going fucking anywhere. You have to have two. Yeah. And those planes that we were flying. But yeah, so it's like, I get it. Like, they're more like, I don't want to say they're more important than us. They're more like, the companies have invested more into the pilots and we're like, the flight attendants are more disposable. Yeah, so flight attendants have a major turnover rate. For a lot of reasons. Thank you, crew scheduling for that one. But we like, will have to elaborate some other time on like our fun experiences. Yeah. So I don't know. Like another thing too is like the pay structure. Like you would think flight attendants get paid great, right? Okay. <laughs> so let me just play my sad little violin over here. Um, flight attendants start out with the company we were working for started out at like 1833 an hour wow that sounds so amazing yeah sounds great right okay cool let me tell you why that's not great um so say your report time is five o'clock in the morning your report time is five o'clock in the morning because your plane takes off at 5 45 you had a 45 minute you had to be there prior and now if you have a five o'clock in the morning report time and you're on call, they're calling your ass at three o'clock in the morning because they have to call we you love that two hours before. Like, so they'll call you three o'clock in the morning on the dot. Um, if they gave you less than two hours, you could refuse the trip. Um, but you have to be there at five. You are supposed to take off at 545. Say there's a delay and you don't take off till 630 or something. Okay, well now you've been there since five o'clock in the morning and guess what? You're still not getting paid. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's now 6.30. So say the plane doors finally shut at 6.30. Okay, now you're going to get paid after you've already helped everybody. Like, that's why flight attendants don't want to help you load your bags because Honestly, we're not technically on the clock. Yeah. So shout out to a Karen, probably, or a Susan, if you will, that's in the aisle. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate this seat. Oh, my God. I don't want to sit by this guy. Um, Hello. I need more alcohol. I need or, help with my bag. Or the famous first class. Kid you not, this happened. A guy set his bags in the middle of the aisle so nobody could walk through. And he goes, hey, yeah, you, I'll take a, a vodka orange juice or whatever he said. I don't know what he said. And I looked at him and I was like, sir. Is that your bag? He goes, yeah, what about it? He's like, do something with it. I said, that's not really my job. Um, so please go figure it out. <laughs> I can see you doing that. She's got this like smile on her face, like that customer service, like I want to kill you, but I'm going to smile. It's different because like when you're a server, you kind of have to be nice because that is your money. And you do have to be nice as a flight attendant, but, but at the same time, like, you don't take shit when you're a flight attendant that was the best part about that job right you don't have to take shit like and the pilots usually were pretty good about like having our back and stuff like if a passenger was getting rowdy or something they were always like if something happens like let me know and i can kick them off the plane like and if you think you can't get kicked off the plane if you're an asshole to the flight attendant and they tell the pilot on you, like they can get you kicked off for that. They so, will literally take that plane, turn the ass around and set it right like back I'm where not, you came from. I'm it not even kidding. Happened. Like it's happened before. So 
and I've never done that. I've never had to kick somebody off, but like, luckily, nobody's been that big of an asshole to me. But yeah, just keep that in mind. Like, we're n- like server uh, servers. Flight attendants are not your bitches. They're, They're not your crew bitches. scheduling bitch. Oh, my favorite. This guy was like, um, yeah, I'll take a coffee, but I don't like hot coffee, so I'll take an iced coffee. What I really wanted to say was, well, sir, Starbucks is thirty thousand foot the other way, but I just was like, oh. Well, here's your ice and here's your coffee. Have a good day. Make it yourself. Day. Yeah, make it yourself. Yeah. Um, and then I also, one time, this guy was being like an asshole and I spilt a drink on him and I said, oh my God, <gasps> turbulence. Um, I don't know if you guys heard my dog or you heard me, but yeah, turbulence. I spilled it on a person <gasps> on accident. On accident. <laughs> accident on purpose. We're okay. going to pause. <laughs> And we're back. Sorry, guys. Okay, once again, I sorry. Like, this I is why like we haven't dogs, done it. dogs, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> this is why we haven't done it at the kitchen table. They're all rescue puppies, I swear. Um. Yeah, so you were just talking about turbulence. Um. And I was going to say something like... Um, sorry, the dog's over here and I'm petting her. Um, I lost my train of thought. Okay, turbulence. So a lot of people... Like, I have some friends that are actually kind of scared to fly. And, like, if you're one of those people that it makes them nervous then like one thing that I have for you is like if you feel turbulence or anything just you know like it's not really that bad like turbulence is super common it's normal it's not unsafe but like even if like you're seated you're seated that's why they tell you to keep your seatbelt on like if you're not standing up like going to the bathroom or something because it can hit out of nowhere like and the pilots can see it on the radar but they're not gonna announce it unless it's like really bad they'll be like please make sure you're seated and sometimes they may not see it so like if they're if even if the seatbelt sign is off just keep your seatbelt on. Like, even if you, they can't see it, like, sometimes they can't see it because it's literally not on the radar and it's, like, not expected. So, um, yeah, so the only time you should ever, the only thing that should ever really make you nervous with that, if, like, you're seated with your seatbelt on, you're fine. But, like, if you see the flight attendant, if you hear the pilot come over and say, flight attendants, please take your jump seat, like, you better make sure you are strapped down. Oh your God. kids are strapped down. Like, your shit's under the hide seat. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> Put them all away. Because shit is about to get real. Yeah, okay? shit's getting real. So, it's not that, like, you're going to crash or anything. It's just literally like, okay, you're about to hit some serious turbulence. God. So. Hold on. I had some like on serious shit. turbulence scares. Did you? Like, I don't know. We no, were not on really. different bases, so it kind of depends on the trips you take. Like, if you go to Colorado, which actually a year ago today I was in Colorado, but if you go to Colorado, like, that turbulence is going to be rough because you're going over mountains. So Mountain a lot of air. Like, yeah, different air I pockets. I flew and stuff. like a lot on the East Coast because I was based out of New York City, which is why I lived there for seven or eight months. Um, but yeah, I was based out of New York City, so it was like not the same, you yeah. know, not the yeah, same area. Yeah, we did area. different like trips. Um, I actually had like a lot of like turbulent flights because I did a lot of um, southern flights like to New Orleans, so hot air will cause a lot of uh, turbulence. One time I had just like clipped the coffee back down and out of nowhere we hit turbulence and I like flew up, sm- came down and smacked the, the counter with my arms and like scuff my arms all up and like smack my face off the floor. Oh my god! And just laid there. <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! Um, 
that that scared me. Yeah, like, that, I bet that did. I'm so glad I didn't have the coffee with me because that would have been ten times worse. So that was a thing. There's a couple times, like one time I sat in a lady's lap. She actually reached out and grabbed me and sat me in her lap because turbulence got bad and I was in the middle of the aisle. So that was like a nice lady. That um, was one thing that they talked about in training that they're like, if you feel turbulence and you are not close to your jump seat literally sit down wherever you are like I don't care sit in somebody's lap do whatever you have to do because you can get seriously hurt and they would always make jokes like hopefully you find a hot guy to sit yeah, on his lap like <laughs> hopefully you find a cute person like I'm laughing I'm like sitting here thinking about training like you better find that hot guy sit on his lap I'm like, <laughs> like hopefully we hit turbulence yikes. right here oh my god could you uh, imagine if Zach Efron was on my flight I'd be like turbulence oh and he'd be like there's, I think there's no Zach Efron might need to file a restraining order on your ass <laughs> he's like there's no turbulence I'm like oh I, the pilot told me there was gonna be <laughs> Kidding. Oh my god, one time I hit turbulence and I was in my jump seat, like gripping for dear life. It was like some severe ass shit. And I hit my head off the side of the door. It fucking hurt like a bitch. But um yeah, other than that, it was great. But like I said, I did a lot of like I did like the Colorado stuff, like over the mountains, or I did like to Florida, like Miami or New Orleans, like where it's hot air. So that's why I had all that. But you yeah, know, it's fine. The airlines it, just beat me up. It's fine. <laughs> Speaking of, like, celebrities on planes, did you ever have anybody like that on your plane? Because I've met a few famous I people. I had, like, someone that was famous on there, but I don't remember who it was. It wasn't someone I knew. So, I you had... So, you know, um, what show was that? You had Debbie Ryan, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, Debbie oh Ryan God, from Disney Channel. I was like, why does this girl look so familiar? She was, was she nice? She didn't really say much. She was nice, but she, like, didn't say much. Like, she had a hat on, so I wonder if she, like, didn't want people to recognize her. And then, like, um, I think on the name sheet, like, her first name was different or something. But, like, because they give you, like, a list of all the passengers that are on the plane at the beginning of the flight, like the gate agent does. So, um, I looked at the... What's what's it called? I can't remember. Manifest? Yeah, the manifest. Okay. So I looked at it and it was the same last name but a different first name and I was like, maybe she's using a fake name. She must really not want people to know it's her. But she drinks Bloody Marys, by the way. Um, and then uh, not long after that, I had Senator Al Gore on my flight and I didn't That's even... That's cool. I didn't even really know, like, I didn't recognize his face at all, but the other flight attendant like just runs up and he like grabs the manifest because I was working first class that day and um, he was like, well, I'll be damned. That's Al Gore. That's Senator Al Gore. I was like, really? What? And he goes, yeah, you've been like serving coffee to Al Gore. And I was like, I didn't even realize that. And then there was one other time I was in Washington, D.C. and I was taking um big hotspot for people. Yeah, I was taking a flight like. I think I had just stayed in Washington, D.C., like made like a little vacation out or weekend out of it or something. And so I was going back to work. I was going to New York and that's like a whole nother story. So basically, like we fly with um, like when as flight attendants, you fly with open seating. So if there's an open seat on a plane and there's not people ahead of you, you can hop on for free. So, yeah. Anyway, there was like a bunch of security around and I was like, what is going on? So I walk into the plane and I'm just like walking down the aisle and I like was like looking in the general direction of like kind of left, but I wasn't like, I made eye contact with Bill Clinton, okay? And I was like, so that's why all these security people were oh here. Oh my God. <laughs> he was like literally a foot away from me. Does he not have like his own fucking jet? 
I I don't know. I guess he not. He seems like a rich man. But he had like secure, security guards up there with him. Um, and then you could see like back in the main cabin, there was like two security guys sitting there like on the aisles. And yeah, I just like made eye contact with him and like gave him like a soft smile. And then I looked away and I was like, oh my God, that was fucking Bill Clinton. That's iconic. What you made f- eye contact with Bill Clinton. Yeah, he was literally huh. a foot away from me. That and I was so like- cool. What? Did I ever tell you that? I don't know. I don't think so. I think you mentioned he was on a plane once with you, but I don't think you ever said, like, he was, like, you made eye contact with him and probably made friends with him. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I didn't say anything to him. I just, like, kind of smiled at him. And then, like, because I didn't realize, because, like I said, I was just kind of looking left and didn't realize that I was, like, almost looked like I was staring at him for a second, probably, but I was, I wasn't. And then he looked at me and I was like, oh my god hi damn <laughs> so like i'm sitting here thinking i was like oh no i haven't had anyone on my plane i'm like duh i have i'm actually like like i know him we're friends on facebook that's cool i guess who um hayden buckley he is in the pga so he golfs oh yeah and, i remember yeah. you told me about that and he actually is one pretty big in the canadian tour i don't know anything about it but he was actually in the very last row and i was the flight attendant in the back and he talked to me the whole flight not not bad i guess he was okay that's pretty cool actually yeah he was really nice i was chatting with al gore but i didn't really talk to obviously i didn't talk to bill clinton and i didn't really talk to debbie ryan besides to ask her about her drink but um so yeah man i don't really uh miss those days though sometimes i do i miss I flying do. a lot and i want to I, I wanna be a pilot so we'll get there one day hopefully but flight like, attendant not the job for me it's kind of hard working for a regional like i was like yeah i would rather go to a bigger airline but now i'm like man i miss it so much like i still want to go to a bigger airline but i haven't really looked into it because of coronavirus um and I don't even know if they're really like hiring Depends. a lot of people right now because a lot of people are so laid off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So see, I want to be a pilot, but I don't want to work for a commercial airline. I'd rather just be like a private pilot, or like if I live somewhere really pretty, I could like be one of those touring pilots. Mm-hmm. You know that charges people money to go tour right. them in a really pretty area. That would be like living the dream. Kind of like a helicopter ride, but yeah, like a plane ride. But I don't want to be the airline's bitch anymore. Right. Yeah. I don't work for the man. Well, you know, and it's like too like if you work for Delta, you only have so many on call days. But let me just tell you this, guys. When I said that you have a two hour call out, like they could call you at three AM, I worked usually three AM to three PM. So that's when you're on call. Same. So they could call you at one PM and tell you to get there at three and then still give you like a fourteen hour day. Which they couldn't really do that because there's not flights that late. But like But you would still maybe not get home till like one o'clock in the morning, even though you were on call three to three. Yeah, three o'clock in the morning. So say that they called you at three or no, say they called you at like eleven o'clock in the morning and then you have a long ass day and you get home. They have like they can stretch your day fourteen hours legally from the time that they called you. So like even though you're on call at three AM, like they don't count that towards your day so you don't get paid for that you just get paid like a base but so just remember guys if you got anything out of this conversation when you are getting on the plane when you're boarding don't (laughs) be a bitch don't be slow when the flight attendant said hi how are you doing be nice to them please because they've probably been up since three o'clock in the morning and they've dealt with 
four flights today. Yeah, so basically get in there, shut your mouth, sit your ass down, and just deal with the seat you got. I'm sorry about the guy next to you, and I, whatever. <laughs> Take your fucking hot coffee, and please your just put your phone on airplane ass. mode. <laughs> Put it on airplane mode. Please don't make us ask you 18 times. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. That's I like, feel like we just kind of went on, like, a half rant, half, like, I don't know. We had, like, honestly, we can elaborate so much more on, like, bad stories and good stories and literally just, like, crazy so stuff much. and that. And we will eventually. Like, I could even go like, into, like, living in New York and, like, fucking LaGuardia if you've ever flown into LaGuardia you've probably dealt I feel like I just said that like a New Yorker you've probably dealt with um delays and delays and delays that's how I got my hours racked up because I was always stuck on the ground in LaGuardia so like we go actually just had go like <laughs> we have like a lot of other stuff to cover tonight but uh we really just went on this yeah so i hope you guys really enjoyed that we've really just covered the gist of that yeah so if you guys have any like other questions or anything like you know the drill like you can reach out to us but like i feel like we wanted to cover the flight attendant thing because you know like now boarding with the beer babes that's where it comes from so yeah we've got some really valuable experiences from that and that kind of Mm -hmm. shapes us into who we are now and our experiences so I hope you guys like that. There's a lot to cover in that. So if you really do have specific things you want us to cover or have any questions about that, just ask because we literally, there's we so were many just going to talk cover. about being a flight attendant and you see how long that took us. So there's a lot to cover on that. So much. So yeah. But I think for this week, I think we about done. I think we going to wrap it up. Are we just um, going to wrap it on up and get on out of here? Mm-hmm. 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 I hate us. <laughs> uh, okay, guys. Well, since it's Friday when you're listening to this, we hope you have a fantabulous weekend. Fantabulous? Yeah, I know. I said that on purpose, okay? I know it's not a word. <sighs> hey, it's better than what was yours that you said? A shamefully? <laughs> Listen, I was really drunk off gin i was drinking gin okay but anyway yeah you guys have a great fucking weekend okay you know the drill follow us on the gram subscribe to our podcast if you're listening to this on apple music please just hit the little subscribe that helps us a lot um or on spotify or just whatever if you listen to us even if you only listen to us for five minutes just please fill our egos and just text us (laughs) and be like hey i listened to your entire podcast it was hilarious no don't lie you know it's a lie but like saying we're hilarious isn't a lie I'm just kidding. Yeah, I feel like we didn't really tell any funny stories this time, but a little more serious. But just kind of giving you some insight. But anyway, yeah. So and then check out Thirsty Goat Entertainment, um, thirstygoatblog.com, and yeah, all of the above. Okay, so we are gonna make like a baby and uh, head out. Make like a banana split. What's up? See you around like a donut, y'all. Oh my god. Bye, guys.